0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, this is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Wednesday, the 27th of October. In your sport today, South Africa's cricketers take a knee, the Matildas draw against Brazil, The World Series begins, and some very expensive kicks. This is your sport today. We begin today with cricket and overnight South Africa beat the West Indies at the T20 World Cup, but the big talking point came before the match. Cricket South Africa ordered their players to take a knee in support of the Black Lives
1: Matter movement, which reportedly led to star player Quinton de Kock withdrawing from the game. Yeah, so we need to go back to Saturday before South Africa's match against Australia when their players all did different gestures in the moment of silence that's been taken for the teams to show their support for the fight against racism Now, taking a knee is the most common way to show support, and all of the Aussies did that. But some South African players took a knee and raised a fist. Others, they stood and raised a fist, while some just stood there quietly. And it's led to cricket South Africa making it mandatory for all players to take a knee for the rest of the T20 World Cup. And after that order, de Kock pulled out of the match against the West Indies. So at the moment, we don't know exactly why de Kock
0: withdrew, but reports out of the South African camp say it was because of of the new mandate. Uh, it's important because DeCock's a star player, he's a former captain, and the issue of race in South African cricket is a complex one.
1: Yeah, it is, and there's a lot to it, but these days there has to be six players of colour, and that includes two black players picked in each team. South Africa captain Temba Pavuma, he said that the team was taken aback by Kock's De decision, but he also said that the team would respect his decision regardless of whether they agree with it or not. Pavuma, he took over the captaincy from de kock back in march and he says that they'll use the time before south africa's next game against sri lanka on saturday to talk to de kock and to understand his point of view cricket south africa said
0: they're looking into why de kock withdrew and they'll consider the next steps in the next few days expect to hear plenty more on this one let's go to football now where the matildas and brazil played out a 2-all draw last night at sydney's combank stadium in front of more than 12,000 fans
1: Yeah, but, geez, Fez, I'll tell you what, it felt like a lot more people there, especially when the fans were cheering on a winner in those final few minutes. Yeah. The Matildas actually led this one 2-0 before Brazil scored twice in the second half to level things up. Now, it was a really attacking opening to the game. I mean, both teams created plenty of chances, but... For the second game in a row, it was defender Claire Polkinghorn who opened the scoring from close range for Australia. Sam Kerr then made it 2-0 with a slick goal on the counterattack in the second half before Brazil scored twice in the space of seven minutes to tie things up. Now, this was an important result for Australia, who also beat Brazil 3-1 on Saturday, and that's because it shows they can match it with the top teams like Brazil, who are four spots above them in the FIFA women's rankings. Yep, a couple of
0: good results ahead of next year's Asian Cup in January. That brings us to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate. How many goals has Sam Kerr scored for the Matildas? Caps, you got a clue?
1: Um, I'm not sure if she is or not, but it looks like she could be a fan of the San Francisco NFL team. Cryptic as always, Martin, find
0: out the answer at the end of the show. And for all your football scores, check out the Sportsmate EPL Live app. It's got everything you need in there. Find it in your app store. We've got some news now for our tennis fans that isn't related to vaccination. Australia has picked its team for the Davis Cup finals and there's no Nick Kyrgios.
1: No, he's not there, Fez, and he says he's done for the year after playing in last month's Labor Cup in Boston. It means that world number 32 Alex Demenor is going to lead the Aussies and he's going to be joined in the team by John Millman, Jordan Thompson, Alexey Popran, and then doubles specialist John Piers. This comp's going to be played in Spain, Austria, and Italy, with Australia playing Hungary and Croatia in the group stage with the semis and the final then to be played in Madrid. Now, not having Kyrgios is a blow and that's because Australia hasn't won the Davis Cup since 2003 and it's not going to be easy for them this year either with top men's players Novak Djokovic and Daniil Medvedev both playing.
0: Yeah, and the Aussies could play Medvedev's Russia in the quarterfinals. The tournament goes from November 25 to December 5 and there's a link in the episode notes to the full Davis Cup draw. Also in your episode notes is a link to our survey. It only takes three minutes and you have a chance to win a $100 Dan Murphy's gift card. We just want to know a little bit more about what you love about sport today. So jump on the link and fill out the survey. Let's go back to cricket and head to India, where the world's richest tournament, the Indian Premier League, has added two new teams to their comp from next year. They haven't come cheap. They were sold at an auction in Dubai for a combined total of two point three. Billion dollars, a billion
1: with a B, Gabs. We thought property prices in Sydney were pretty steep, Fez. (laughs) This takes it to the next level. Uh, The new clubs, they were bought by mega-rich multinational and investing companies, and there's going to be one club in Ahmedabad and the other is going to be in Lucknow. It means that the tournament now has 10 teams, and with more teams it means more matches, and that, of course, means more money. Indian cricket is expected to sign a new TV deal, and it could be worth up to $6.5 Billion dollars. One of the big winners out of this is going to be the players. Their salaries are expected to go through the roof under this new deal. The best players, like Australia's Pat Cummins, they can get up to about three million dollars a season, but it's expected that number could be as high as five million going forward. Jeepers Uh, To put that in perspective
0: (laughs) The highest paid footy players in Australia Are on around a million dollars a season And that's for like nine months work The IPL goes for about six or seven weeks There is a big player draft expected in December And that's when we'll find out how much the players will go for Those who follow Major League Baseball will know today is a special day. It's the first game of the World Series. Game one is in Houston between the Houston Astros and the Atlanta Braves. And unlike in grand finals we see here in Australia, this one is best of seven.
1: I know we love a game seven, but there is nothing foul about a series opener. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. (laughs) So the first two games are going to be played in Houston, and that's because the Astros had a better winning percentage in the regular season out of these two teams. And the way that baseball works in the States is there are two conferences. So you've got the National League and the American League, and then the winners of those meet in the World Series. The regular season, well, it goes for 162 matches, but these teams didn't actually face each other this year. The Astros have got some big hitters, and they're going to rely on Jose Altuve to get them going early. But Atlanta fans, they're going to be hoping for big things from Freddie Freeman, who was named National League MVP back in 2020.
0: Yeah, they'll be hoping he hits some homers if they want to win their first title since 1995. Uh, game 1 is on ESPN with the first pitch to be thrown at 11.09 Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time this morning. Let's stay in the States where a pair of Michael Jordan sneakers were sold at an auction for $1.5 million American dollars. That makes them the most expensive Game worn shoes ever sold. Gabs,
1: what's the most you've ever spent on a pair of shoes? Please, I'm an only child, Fez. (laughs) I've never paid for shoes. But these ones, well, they went for nearly 2 million Aussie bucks and they were bought by a sports card collector who apparently also really liked shoes. Now, these weren't just a random pair of sneakers. Jordan wore them in his rookie season for the Bulls back in 1984 and we know that they were used in his fifth game for Chicago where he scored 17 points in a game against Denver. Now, the pair of Nike airships were signed by Jordan and then given to a Nuggets ball boy, who's now a lot richer after he decided to sell them. Yeah, and he can buy a shoe shop now, Gabs, if he <laughs> wants with all that
0: money. Uh, Jordan previously held the record for the most expensive game-worn sneakers, but those only sold for US <laughs> dollars Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye what's coming up, and Gabs, a
1: prodigal son, returns to Newcastle. Yes, the eighth immortal, Andrew Johns, the man who won two premierships with the Knights. He's back this time as a coaching consultant, and he's just going back there to help the halves. They've made the finals the past couple of years, but they want to take their game to the next level, and he's probably going to help them do that. For me, Laura Kamintz took what's called
0: one of the catches of the summer already. We're only a couple of months in for the heat yesterday in the WBBL. It's a screamer, and I'll put a link to it in the episode notes so you can check it out. Uh, As for today's trivia question, Brought to you by Sportsmate. How many goals has Sam Kerr scored for the Matildas? We don't know, Gabs, is she a fan of the San Francisco 49ers? 49ers. She scored 49 goals for the Matildas. Tim Cahill has the most goals for Australia. That's 50. Kerr is now just one behind Cahill. All right, that's it for us today. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you've got a few couple of minutes, fill out that survey. We'd really appreciate it. And we'll catch you again tomorrow.